dude. You taking the vows? <laughs> Sweet. Red here? Is Red not here? Is he here? I don't think he's frozen right there. Hey! Oh, there he is. What's up, Movie Trivia Schmodown fans? Welcome to the Schmodown Rundown, the official episode of the Movie Trivia Schmodown. My name is Brad Gilmore. You might know me by another name. Oh my god, you're my dream boat, for sure. Brad Gilmore, nigga bitch. You might know me as the boat. And you know what? I'm tired of his games and his trickery. What? And his ne'er do wellness. I don't know if that's a word, but it sounds like a good one. He is West Coast Frank. Sexy numbers from a sexy player. Love those numbers. Sexy numbers. I love those numbers. I'm Thank feeling you. really good about those. Oh, I'm feeling those numbers. Now, now, what are you talking about? Uh, trickiness. What are you? What are you saying? What, what's You're a ne'er do weller. What? What are you? What are you? you what know, are you because, referencing? Because all of a sudden, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. You're like, okay, I think I'm going to go live here in a second. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, I'm ready, waiting, willing, yeah. able. All of a sudden, I just see you smile, and then you're laughing at me, and I can't hear anything. And you can't, oh. Oh, no, so you didn't you didn't see the beginning of the show, because I, I put a, a little special clip in there for you. You didn't see that. No, right? no. Okay, well, hold on. Let's play it real quick. Can we watch it again? Yeah, we're gonna play it real. So it's gonna sound like the start of the show real quick, but here's here's how the show started, Brad. That it, you obviously missed. Dude, you taking the vows? <laughs> Sweet. See, then that was. It's, it's not playing. <laughs> are you are you kidding me? I'm not seeing anything. Is is the chat out there seeing anything? Yeah, Justin Sedgwick. He he obviously. Okay. He, he saw something is wrong with my stream yard because I don't even see the chat. Okay, you yeah something's wrong with your stream yard. Wow. Okay, you talk for like thirty seconds. Oh boy. Okay. Set so, us up. so <laughs> hello everyone. Welcome to the Schmodown Rundown, where anything and everything will happen to Brad Gilmore. All right. So I mean, so Josh in the in the in the chat sees it. Everyone sees it. Okay, that's great. Obviously, Brad can't. Maybe he's gonna have to go figure that out. I can see him. You can't see him, but I can see him uh, trying to figure things out there. Well, we had. A uh, hell of a week last week with the with the Schmodown versus matches, um, just incredible stuff, and some some sad news as well. Uh, with Mark Andreco obviously announcing that he has to step away for the time being, uh, which was nice that he put that 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 remark in his statement. It's not permanent. He will come back whenever he can. He doesn't know when, but maybe sooner than later. Who knows? Uh, definitely want to get Brad's thoughts on on that because Andreco is a huge part of the showdown he's been a huge part of the showdown since i don't know late 2016 season when he debuted with william bibiani i think everyone 
uh, well, a lot of a lot of old time fans, hardcore fans, and even if new fans, if you've gone back and watched that match, remember that match because of Bibiani and Draco basically going perfect. And Draco missed one question. I think Bibs checked down to multiple choice once, and that was in the era of the six question first round as well. And that was their introduction into the Schmodown, and we all thought, "Oh man, these two these two guys coming into the league are going to be um, absolute, just absolutely dominant studs, right?" And it didn't quite happen for Bibbs or Andrako. And poetically, they eventually meet up in a championship match, in which at that point the belts had been given up by Sam because he had to step away, you know. He vacated the team belts, he vacated the singles belts, and eventually Bibbs and Andrako, two players who came into the league together, uh, saw each other there in that match, and Bibbs was ultimately victorious. Andrako had a real shot at that. If you go back and watch that match, there's a couple, I think, key moments in there that Andrako um, could have ultimately ended up being a singles champion, which would have been incredible because at that time he was with the Five Club and they were firing on all cylinders with Rachel Cushing and Clark Wolf and Emma Fife, right? So um, he has a long history in the league, going back to the Lions then, the Finn Draco, uh, you know, switcheroo, if you will. Um, he's been incredible. He's been part of some incredible teams as well. Uh, you look at Odd Couple most notably and what he's been able to do with Jeff Snyder and that relationship he's built with Snyder and Roxy. It's just one of the, um, I think, premier relationships, uh, tandems, teams that we can ever point to in Schmodown. And I know Brad said talk for 30 seconds. I feel like that's been longer than 30 seconds. Not really sure how to proceed except for the fact that – because I intended to start with getting Brad's thoughts on, on what – happened last Friday, and, well, he is not here at the moment to do that. So hopefully he gets gets it all straightened out. Um, should mention, we if you see in the description, saw the thumbnail, we are going to be having Andres Cabrera come on the show a little bit later and uh, definitely want to talk to him about uh, his recent – hey, there he is. Okay, am I, can you see me? I can see you. Okay. I don't can know. You, I don't know what's happening. Me. You can so see me. Something happened whenever we were trying to frame up this show, mm-hmm. and I said, "Your head's too big," or something like that. Right, right. Um, when I moved my laptop, something occurred and knocked out my Ethernet, and then the Wi-Fi signal wouldn't. I don't know what was going. Oh on. wow! Okay. So can I see this thing? <laughs> okay. All right. All right. For the third time, third time's a charm. Let's see. Here's so. About to start the show, the countdown goes, and then you hit the intro, and it goes. Dude, you taking the vows? That's sweet. <laughs> there it is. Finally got the payoff. There we go. Yes. <laughs> well, hey, um, I guess we could say something about that. Yeah, I got engaged over the Yeah, weekend. congratulations, man. Yeah, man. I did it, and um, it was pretty cool. So um, there it is. There, that's it. That's all you have to say. All right, cool. that's that's cool. That's cool. I will um, say a member. Only three people knew. Okay. Only three people knew I was doing it. Two of them were my folks. And the other one, I won't reveal the name, okay. because I don't know if this person wants the name out there. But okay. one, three people knew. Two of them were my parents. One of them was a member of the movie trivia Schmodown universe. Okay. Was the only other person to know. You want, they you assisted. Want- Hmm. In like uh, development. Okay, I have an idea. Yeah. I, just one name that just kind of automatically came to my mind, but I don't, I don't know. 
If that it means. wasn't you. No, it was not me. Because I even <laughs> I even texted you. I was like, what the F, dude? I know. I, was I know. Like, I kept it super low-key. You did. Didn't tell anybody. Didn't even cross state lines for the most part, apparently. Right. It did not. <laughs> it did not. I mean, her, her mother didn't know. Her father didn't know. Her you sister didn't even didn't know. do the permission thing, huh? Well, no, but uh, it's a whole thing. Never, um, never mind. <laughs> never mind that. How are you doing? Um, I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good, you know, uh, trucking along here and uh, trying to keep up with all everything that's going on in the show. I was kind of it's kind of waxing nuts. poetic about Mark and Draco's uh, career because I wanted to get your your take on on him having to uh, step down for a bit at least for the time being. And, I mean, it is officially kind of a retirement. That's what it's uh, being called. Yeah. So it's being called a retirement. I think that's unfortunate. This is a guy who obviously is a next level player. He is a team's champion multiple times over. Um, the Odd Couple, is it the Odd Couple and Corruption are the only two teams still from Anarchy, and yeah. now it looks like Corruption <laughs> is the last of the Mohicans, quite literally. And um, Mark Andreco is going to have a great legacy in the Schmodown. I hate that he's not getting the opportunity to go out on his shield, right? Yeah. Because one of the great privileges in a retirement of any kind is that ceremonial passing of the baton. The uh, Shire Wolves kind of did it to corruption. Yeah. Uh, when they went out in their retirement match, they went up looking at the lights, and there wasn't anything wrong with it. It was this almost symbolic moment. And by the way, Shire Wolves and Sam Levine, I think they're the only people who stuck to retirement, right? Yeah. Yeah, because Riley retired, came back. Merle retired, came back. Yeah. Uh, Drew McWeeny retired, and he's Came coming back. back. And yeah. I mean, and Draco's going to come back. I mean, he said it's only a matter of time before he comes back. So his won't be permanent, but you're right. Rachel Cushing, Clark Wolf, Sam Levine. Once, once they play their final match, they haven't played since. So, Do you think that that's going to remain? I think yes. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I, I think Sam being a manager – realizing what it takes like the workload don't know if he has it in his capacity to do or even if he wants to compete i'm not sure but at the very least i think same along with rachel cushing and clark wolf i think they probably see what it takes in today's league to keep up uh to keep abreast of all the knowledge you need to have and and the preparation that a lot of these players top elite players you know do i think that can that can be somewhat of a deterrent and, and recognize and, and they, are, they are in a specific situation in which they already have such an incredible legacy. It's not like, you know, someone played three matches, they went one and two, and then they retired, True. and then now they're coming back, they want to come back into it. You know, Rachel, Clark, and Sam, they have reputations. To, like, if they start losing, you know, no one wants that. You know, wants wants to see that, wants that to happen, and that's a lot of pressure on them. So I think there's a lot of facets involved uh, in terms of retiring players coming back, which will be interesting for Andreco in the in, if we're, we're like prognosticating here, like what the league will look like whenever he may come back, which we ultimately don't know when, but could be just an entirely different looking league because over the past handful of years, it's really evolved a lot, and who knows what it'll look like from now until next year, even. Yeah, it is, it is interesting to see what, what's going to happen mo moving forward. But back to Mark and Draco. Um, again, I, I, I think that we're going to see him again, hopefully, and not in the not-too-distant future. 
Yeah, Ken. There's a few. There's a yeah, few. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, point out Christian Mark. Like, yeah. yeah, I mean, like it was they were it was inevitable they were gonna like have to step down if they're gonna run the league. So it's kind of not like. But I get what you're saying. Yeah, in terms of play. You know how big of a moment it's gonna be when we're at a free for all, and then you know it's like number forty in the movie trivia showdown free for all. And then Mark Ellis just stands up from behind the desk, <laughs> That'd be takes great. off his headset, and walks to the stage. You know how epic of a moment that'd be it's going to be? That'd be it's great. It's going to happen. It's got to happen. Um, but back to Mark Andreco again. I think that he uh, he and Jeff were such a special duo. And when they were put together, I say, well, okay, these are great players individually, but how great are they going to be as a, as a unit? I, I just didn't see them vibing. And I am so happy i was so far off and wrong about that and really you got to mention roxy stryer in this element as well those three that odd couple trio odd couple trio couple trio the couple trio they um the thruple the odd thruple <laughs> there you go there we go the odd thruple they um they were such a special they were a hellacious run hall of fame run all by itself if jeff snyder and mark andreco did nothing outside of the odd couple hall of fame run yeah hall of fame run so uh and andreco was a question away he was a ready to rumble question away oh. from being the champion yeah. of the movie trivia showdown so his legacy is intact i hope that we get to see him again joshua housing one of my favorite draco m- memories him handle handing Irwin is his first loss. Irwin looked unbeatable, and then Andreco had an incredible round three and took him out. Yes, uh, and also, <clears throat> will we ever forget Elba Alba? Oh, right. Yeah, I mean, it's in the rule book now. Will like... we ever forget XX5XX? Right. I mean, these are all classic Andreco moments. Speaking and... of classic Andreco moments, you can go on this one on Extra's channel. There's a playlist with a, like a dozen or so videos of Andreco's, some of his finest moments in there. You can go ahead and... And I posted that in the Facebook group. It doesn't have, like, every greatest moment in there because some people have pointed out, you know, a couple other things and, and, and moments. And I'll get around to it eventually. I'll uh, keep adding to each each player's, you know, playlist. But um, go in there and relive some of those those great moments, like XX5XX. Are we going to do anything for our 250th episode? Probably not. We didn't really do a whole lot for the 200th. <laughs> so, I mean, Did we not? Not really. I think we said, hey, it's 200. That's cool. Woo! We should do something for 250 then. You want to? We have four weeks to plan it. I gotta, I gotta hear this guy one more time. Oh, Mamacita! Oh, you know what? I think you're right. I, I gotta hear right. Chris Clark. I gotta hear from Aaron. Yeah. Um. You know, it's kind of a a rundown reunion every time we do one of the Schmodown right. rundown number two fifty rundown reunion. It could happen. Let's make the graphics now. Let's All do right. it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, because every time I hear XX5XX, I'm reminded of Chris Clark. I don't know why. I just remember him always referencing that moment. Uh, and it wasn't a Bibiani-related moment. Which is I mean, he was in of, it. Bibiani, oh, you know what? I stand corrected. Yeah, I stand. I sit corrected, actually. Um, so we'll see what happens on Friday, who the replacement would be. If you were Roxy Stryer. Yeah. Because we did see in the Inner Geek the match today, Coy got the call from Grace. Coy then throws it to William Bibiani and Brendan Meyer, which, by the way, this scene reminded me nothing more than the fact that Brendan Meyer is actually a great actor. <laughs> He's got yeah. great chops. I believed everything that he said. <laughs> and when he was like, uh, what do you say? I, I was, I've really 
made a concerted effort to have no responsibility, let yes. alone great responsibility. Yeah, it was a great line. It was a great, it was a great line. And um, we know that they're going to be the nice guys that they are and give Roxy Stryer and the Odd Couple and the Stars the ability to select whomever they would like from their team to fill in. Who would you like for that to be? I think when you look at their roster, um, there's there's some inexperience there with some rookies, right, that they have there. But you also have some strong veteran play uh, players like Janine and Brandon Hanna, although he's not quite a veteran of the team's singles division. But Janine is. And you also have this rookie, and yes, he doesn't have the experience like Janine does, but Jacoby Bancroft, I think, are two of probably their best options right now. I don't think, you know, Alex Damon, Zach, Zach Burkett, not really suited for um, a team's match at the moment in any kind of variation. But I think you look at, I think it's those three of Brandon Hanna, Jacoby Bancroft, and Janine, those three you're, you're going to look at. And if you look at recent performances, you're going to, then you dwindle it down to Jacoby and Janine. And if you dwindle it down to who has a hot hand, well, it's quite obviously Janine with a match she just put up against Marisol. And a, a performance Janine, uh, a performance by Janine that would have beaten, you know, nine out of 10 players any given day. Um, so I think Roxy with, I think she's going to figure out who does Jeff mesh well with, who's who's ready for the moment. And I think there is a little bit, potentially, uh, I think everyone, I've been seeing a lot of comments and uh, on subreddit and Facebook group and Twitter, you know, it, it looks like if, if Roxy has the ability to pick anybody from their faction, it looks like it should be Janine. Whether that actually happens or not, I don't know. And it may not even, it may not, it may not be, it may be somebody else. Um, but. I do think I mean Janine has played with the likes of Ethan Irwin. She's been on multiple teams. She's had, she's been in a lot of tough situations. She just played a very tough match against Marisol that would really get anyone ready for a title match against the likes of Shazam. So because that's a type of performance you're probably going to see from those those two guys over there, something like that, where it's just hardly missing anything. Because Shazam is one of the most accurate teams in the history of the team's division, and so you look at Janine. She's pretty proficient in inner geekdom you know she's been working her way through that and that's something sure. that jeff snyder isn't particularly strong on right uh, especially when it comes to things like harry potter and what you know he just kind of loses his mind you know when it's like well this is over so but if he has janine there i think that makes him a little bit more complete you could say the same thing about brandon hannah but we don't know how deep his his general movie knowledge goes and he doesn't have the experience compared to janine so really i think the smart money is on janine um when you look at her experience, who she's played with in the past, you know, how she's playing right now and all the work she's putting in. And and Roxy knows, I think, better than anyone at this point that she could probably get the most out of Janine. And I think if Jeff watched that match she played against Marisol, I think he would feel pretty confident going into battle with Janine and that he has a real shot because Shazam ain't no joke, man. I mean, they have one of the highest accuracy rates of all time for yeah. a reason, Yeah, you know? Um, Thin Blue Line with the $5 super chat. Congrats, Brad. Appreciate you, uh, TBL. Do you think it's fair for someone just to be given a team's title without winning it? So 
Hmm. First of all, they have to win the match to get the title, so then technically they would be winning it. I think what I they're just, saying is just hand Shazam the belt because Odd Couple can't. It's like a forfeit. So then what would happen? You would have to. Oh, I think that's what oh, saying. oh, okay. No, no, I don't think that that's fair. I don't think that's fair at all. You have to earn it. Yeah. I mean, even if even if Odd Couple had to completely drop out, you get the number two ranked team in there, and y'all battle it out, see who the number one dog I is. I mean, point, point back to when Alex Damon had to play Bruce Green. Like, right. Not an ideal player, obviously, given that it just ended Woo! horrifically. Um, but you still have to, quote-unquote, earn it. And, yeah, you can put earn in quotes around that match, sure. And, and I think Alex probably would have might say this... the same. But he went on to on, on an incredible run after that because he was that good. Um, to begin with, you know. Yeah, so I yeah, I think you got to earn it. But real quick, I want to mention something that Patrick Patton said. It's too bad uh, that they, being the stars, didn't have JTE this season. A Patriots reunion would have been a no-brainer, but it won't happen. Man, how crazy. That would have been insanity. I mean, it, it's, yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, it could have been. Woo! I mean, because, yeah, that's a no-brainer. If you have JTE on your roster, it's like, well, obviously, you know, and. That it's not going to happen, you know. It's not. it's not. I mean, because uh, I don't He's see any trades time. happening at the moment. Why would Finsock trade? Why would he? Why would he send JTE or anybody over? Why would actually anybody trade with Roxy at this point? Look, ma'am. Because you're like you want to help her win a championship. The, this, this is this is this is what I hope. I hope that Jeff's not because you know he is playing Shazam. That's William Bibiani. That's Brendan the Kid Meyer, and I really hope that Jeff. Is able to. And if you find the tenderoni, that is right for you. I hope he's able to find the tenderoni that is right for him. Um, did you tell the people that we had a special guest joining us? I did. I did tell them that. You didn't tell them who it was, did you? Um, well, it's on the thumbnail and in the description. So, and it's yeah. Oh, so they know. Ace Cabrera will be joining us here momentarily. But before that, we got to talk um, a little bit about this inner geekdom match that debuted today. Moose versus, and help me with this last name. Is it Wittenabin? That's how I would say it, Brad. I wasn't sure because I keep wanting to say Wittenabin. And I know that's not right. Uh, Wittenabin. By the way, and what's Wittenabin's nickname again? Um, The Juice? No, no, that's his. That's his his buddy. His buddy. His buddy. What was his nickname? Oh, I saw, oh, Why can't I remember this? Uh, Jacob, uh, the. Uh, wow, this is. We should know this, Brad. Someone no, else in the I, chat should just put it in there for us because I'm gonna look it up right now. Well, I, I will just, say this. I will yeah. say this about Jacob. <laughs> I was thoroughly impressed by his lead up to the match. Yes. Yeah. I mean his promos ability, his promo ability, his charisma, his character, his reaction to getting drafted, him having the juice with him, the poster in the background that said the juice is loose on oh, yeah. it. I mean, I mean <laughs> yeah. the keyboard the keytar, the keytar, my man was firing on all cylinders from a character perspective. The wonder, that's it, that's it. The wonder. The wonder. Okay. Thank you. Not the O'Neaters. Right? <laughs> but the no. wonder? No, yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. I, no. Have you ever seen that thing you do? Not fully. Not what? Fully. I've never seen the whole thing, and also when I did, I do remember it was a very long time ago. But, oh, you, know. you well, the band's name I mean, is I the know Wonders, the song, obviously. But the band's name is the Wonders, but they spell it with O and gotcha. E. Okay. Durs. 
like the beat Oles, right? Got it. Got right? it. And, but everyone would always say the O'Neaters instead of Wonders because they would read it and be like, oh, they're the O'Neaters. Gotcha. Have you never? I mean, come on, man. Liv Tyler, like 98, right, Liv I, Tyler. I mean, like, look, I'll put it on the list. I think it was Charlize Theron's first movie, too. How about that? Okay, I'll just figure out. We'll find, I think she I mean, dates we'll an orthodontist right. or something. Anyway, hmm. the, the, the O'Neaters, the wonder. Man, did this guy have a hell of a package leading up to this match. I was it like, all this, looked good. this guy, this guy, right? And I will say this because I think that Jacob would probably admit to this himself. Perhaps he underestimated perhaps the rigor of the inner geekdom at this level. Um, and before, before you jump in, because boy, was he great. Boy, was he great. But there's like a saying in wrestling. It's like, man, they looked it, They looked so great. It's a shame that damn bell had to ring, right? <laughs> Talking yeah. about starting the match. It's like, oh, you look real great up until the bell. And, you know, he, I think he hits his first two. And then the first question he misses, the X-Men question about uh, the Kelsey Grammer was the answer. Yeah. Last stand, yeah. who played Beast in Last Stand. Yeah. Gets that one wrong. Okay. He said uh Holt, Nicholas Holt. Holt yeah. I can get you. I can I can at least be on that train with you, right? Sure. Then um he had I think two more misses in a row. Right. From questions that I and this isn't anything way to judge because we all know different things, but I knew the answers to them and typically in intergeekdom, I'm not getting three in a row, right? I'm getting I'm getting, you know, I'm doing all right. Okay. Like five or six. Yeah, yeah. I'm not getting three in a row, you know? So um, when I saw that and then that discrepancy kept building and building and building at around one, I said, oh, okay. Perhaps he wasn't ready just yet. Yeah, I think I was curious about, you know, he was a fan of the Schmodown before the the new categories, you know, came into effect this season, right? So I wonder... You know, he's basing his game off of what Intergeekdom was. And, oh, yeah, but then, okay, new categories. All right, I'll go ahead and tackle those as well. Maybe he just hasn't had enough time to get up to speed on those. I don't I don't know, um, you know, what his regimen is and, and how he tackled those new categories because it certainly seemed like there was some weakness there with the newer stuff. Um, so that was part of my thinking th that he might just not be – completely up to speed on the newer stuff as much as he would like to. I think the older categories, DC, Star Wars, you know, we'll get to that in his second round, up to snuff on that stuff. And, you know, coming into the league, draft time or draft season, whatever you want to call it, um, he he was kind of, he was listed as an intergeekdom slash Star Wars player. So um, I don't know how much, again, how much he was up to speed on that stuff, but, you know, getting four points in the first round in your debut – that's tough, especially when the other guy across from you, he's not missing a thing. That no. cannot feel great. Sucks. And I, I really, I was just, I really felt for the dude at, at that in that spot because you're a rookie. There's a lot of rookies this year that who's just been fans for a long time. Finally, are getting their shot. Who who thought perhaps they may never be able to play in the Schmodown, and here they are now. And and let alone he got drafted by Sam Levine, you know, a two, you know, a double belted champion. So it's in you're in this kind of new era of Schmodown and then you kind of lay an egg there in the first round that that's tough to handle uh, I think and you know he he weathered it fairly well I thought I mean 
kind of stoic, I think, you know, throughout the rest of the match. Not, I don't think he's, you know, he had a, you're talking about he had a great lead up and all the character stuff he was mm. doing lead up. We didn't see any of that in the match because it, it was wasn't hard. really anything to feel good about, you know, and that, and that kind of sucks. And that's, that's the tricky part about Schmodown is you got to be good, just good enough to where you feel good enough to do all that other fun stuff that the Schmodown is really known for as well. So tough spot to be in, um, for for him and uh you know i you know all season long i've been saying for these rookies can't really judge them by the, these first matches um gotta see them in the second possibly third match and see where else they they round out it's gonna be i don't know it's gonna be interesting for a player like him um to see because maybe star wars is the area he goes i don't know based on his second round but then again you look at the competition and we'll, we'll get to that the whole discussion i don't you know it's tough it's real tough these days and in, in these specialty divisions yeah. of inner geekdom and star wars it's just real real tough i will say this i would love to have the wonder in the fco i would love it i feel like i could i could i could really mold yeah, this man yeah. i could mold him into something i know i could um it's just it just felt like, you know, it felt like he he may have needed the and I don't mean this disrespectfully, but he may have needed the floaty still on when he was in the deep end. Do you know what I'm saying? Sure, yeah. yeah. My other man was doing the breaststroke, was doing the backstroke, was yeah. diving in, was doing cannonballs, the, the individual medley. I mean, he was just going right. Know, he was killing doing, it. Yeah, he was doing everything. He was killing it, and 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 I think that um you gotta you gotta walk before you can run, and Moose. It was almost like they were at the opposite ends of the spectrum, right? <laughs> yeah, because yeah. Moose didn't dazzle me, right, with his with his character or his personality per se coming into it. But I became a big Moose fan watching him play. Isn't that funny? Like, yeah. you know, he I mean he not not say he didn't have any character or anything like that at all. Um because he definitely did. He had a presence about him. But it was his play that spoke for himself. I think he even said that in his opening uh, interview. What's your strategy? Answer all the questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm not here for the razzle-dazzle. And and, and, and kind of like the best part I thought about Moose's performance there was very quick on, on answering. Not too quick where you're like, slow down. But he answered in a very short amount of time that was very confident. But also, he was just literally sitting there with like, hey, I'm on my lunch break. I got my cup of coffee here or it's like breakfast whatever it is sitting there with a cup of coffee and just let me just answer some some nerdy questions and, and dominate and it was just so nonchalant of a performance that i was kind of like whoa if if he always plays like this this could really be something and once you know it he has to be on the finstock exchange son of a gun i mean I another rookie for these people over there dude i was I was looking at the schedule and kind of looking forward. There is a world where the exchange by the end of June, maybe early July, they they they, they might be positioned. Yeah, they might be. It's all it's all due to those rookies, which is crazy. I mean, you almost would have to hand Finstock manager of the award, manager of the year award, almost right there. But there are two halves to a season, so we'll, we'll see. As he learned last year. Yeah, exactly. um, yeah. Yeah, but so so I mean, here's the thing. Wonder, you know, as Tupac once said, keep your head up. You know I mean, you got something. You just gotta, you yeah. just gotta hone it in on it. You got, you got to work on it a little bit, and and you're there. You know, um, the thing is, you you can you can learn trivia, 
Yeah. Right? You can learn trivia. You can't learn personality. You have it or you don't. You know what I mean? You I have like it or sh- you don't. I feel like that's a shot at me, Brad. That's, that's real nice. Yeah, why would I say that about you? Just because you're always taking shots at me. Yeah, Frank, Start the show, you were taking shots, and it's just, you know. Frank, you don't know by now <laughs> that I love you. I know. Boom! That's what I wanted you to say. That's what I wanted you to say. Empire Strikes Back because we're about to talk about Star Wars. And joining us, this is a man who set the Star Wars division on fire last year. Absolute flames. And he is back. It is the Revenge of the Jedi. His name, Andres Ace Cabrera. What's going on, Ace? Yo, yo. What's good, guys? What's good? What's going on, Ace? Uh, excited to be here, man. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Thanks for no. making it, man. Yeah, yeah. We're, excited, we're excited to have you. You know, you're coming back into the Star Wars division. I mean, a, a division that really you decided to make your home last night. It was like the home of several other people, Alex Damon included, Andrew Demolanta. You kicked in the door. You had a can of spray paint. You said Ace was here. This is mine. Um, but how does it feel to be back in play after the spectacular? Oh, it's great. Uh, especially, uh, after that match, it's definitely, uh, refreshing to come back in and, uh, and kind of, you know, make a statement, a kind of a statement, uh, at least to show everyone that I'm still here and that I still got an opportunity to do what I did last year, except now this year and even better. Well, last year you did pretty damn good. I mean, sure. You, you went up against Alex Damon and, um, it didn't go your way there, but you were on such a hellacious run. Uh, up to that point, I'm sure. Let me ask, just because you have played him before. What is your reaction to his recent level of of play? I mean, two losses in a row—something that we thought would be unheard of for somebody at Alex Damon's caliber. What is your assessment of that? Uh, I mean, I got to start with the first one. If we're talking about both, yeah. uh, I still feel like the first one is like exhaustion. Like you, you just get tired. Uh, and after so many sudden death questions, I think obviously it started to get to him. And then by the end, he said he knew the answer. Uh, and I believe him, obviously. It's just that whole 15 second thing. And then by the time you're just so exhausted with sudden death that you just start to get like overwhelmed. Uh, so I feel like that was the first one. Uh, and then the second one was a little a little surprising, especially the round two. Uh, I feel like the round one, anyone, anybody, uh, as far as the Han Solo quote, I feel like anyone can miss that. Uh, that's a tough one because it has to be exactly right. Uh, but the Captain Typho question um, and then the opening crawl question was a little surprising. Um, but I don't, I definitely don't ride that train where like everyone's kind of jumping off the ship of Alex Damon. That's definitely not <laughs> yeah, yeah. the case. Alex Damon is still one of the greats, if not the greatest that we've ever seen inside the Star Wars division. Yeah, it's like LeBron James losing in the finals, and you're like, ah, he's not that good anyway. You know he's going to be back, (laughs) and you know he's always going to be a contender. Go ahead, Frank. Uh, You know, speaking on kind of like level of play of Alex Damon, there's other players that have come into this league. You know, there's a lot of talk about the Dragon Con players and other players outside of that even coming into the division, and it seemingly puts you a little bit on the back burner in a lot of people's minds. Uh, despite you winning the tournament last year, beating out the likes of Laura Kelly and the current champion, Andrew Di Melanta, when and not to mention a legend in Ken Napsok as well. So when when you see all this new talent come in and they're getting all this hype, and are you are you is there a part of you that's like, hey man, like I won the tournament last year. Like I went to spectacular, like 
these guys haven't done anything yet. Sure, they they're from Dragon Con, but that's a whole different thing. What is your level of assessment in terms of where um, the play is at in in the division? In terms of like what's it going to take to win these days, and what's it like seeing the division then also grow as a whole with more players coming into this season? Yeah, I, I love it, to be honest. I love these new guys, but, but I definitely do acknowledge that I feel like everyone kind of looks at the top and everyone's like, yeah, Molly, Andrew DeMolanta, Lori Kelly. And I'm like, wait a minute. I, I thought I beat all those people. <laughs> and I was like, you did. <laughs> I, I was like, wait, that's the top of the division. Then where, where am I at? Uh, so I guess that was my only point was like, you know, as strong as the top is with like Laura being number one contender, Andrew being the champ. Those are two former people that I, you know, beat in, in a Star Wars match um, and in a tough Star Wars match. Um, it wasn't, you know, easy questions or anything like that. So, yeah, I definitely feel like I was like, yo, I'm still here, y'all. Like, I still got this, uh, you know, just because people coming out of Dragon Con doesn't mean they have automatic victories. Right. Uh, but at the same time, I still respect uh, the new players and I love, you know, increasing the division because I really do feel like if anything, it adds more ammo and deeper cut questions, which is kind of what I want. You know, and, and, and so coming into this season, I had been saying with players getting just seemingly better and better and better, like yourself and Laura Kelly and Di Melanta rising to like the level of Alex Damon, because no one had really been at that level, at least on a consistent basis. But you three mostly and some other players have been rising to that level or have risen to that level. And then you have new players come in. And you look at this season so far where just look at the, the Marie Wilson goal leader match where she checks down the multiple choice just once, misses the first round, misses one first round question. And that's game because goal leader goes perfect. Are you at all concerned that in order to win a Star Wars match these days, at least at the top level, that you have to go perfect, and even then, it, that might not be enough, a la Di Melanta, uh, Damon, the first championship match. Yeah, I got a lot of thoughts, but it's definitely <laughs> one of those things where it's tough, right? Because you always want to have an opportunity for maybe not having a brain fart decide the match, but that's kind of what it's becoming now, right? Where it's like if someone kind of mishears a question, which is tough, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, because everyone in the chat in the comments might be like, oh, this was easy. You guys can read the question. If I could read the question, uh, I feel like I would have a huge advantage, but I have right. to listen so tightly, which is why I use a lot of repeats. Uh, so any kind of misquote or anything like that, like I think the perfect example is that anyone, anybody, uh, which is the one that Alex missed in his uh, former uh, championship match with the Melanta, as far as the uh, Han Solo question. I feel like that one's like, that's tough, right? So if you miss that, it doesn't necessarily mean, oh, Andrew DeMolanta is better than Alex Damon. It just means like anyone, anybody is like a, you know, just a tiny bit of difference between a win nowadays, yeah. which is kind of difficult for sure. Let me ask you this because you seem like a guy who obviously you love film, you love Star Wars. You seem like a big music guy though too. Am I right in that assessment? You love oh, yeah. Okay. What? Who do you listen to to get into to get into the zone? That's what I want to know. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, you you seem like you got a killer playlist. Who who, Yo, who are you going to? I I told this to Winston, uh, especially uh, especially last year. It's got to be like old school hip hop, man. Yeah. Uh, just because you know I got to get angry. It's got to be like I yeah. I got to feel disrespected, and every like 
old school gangster rap song is like it's pissed off you're really upset uh and i was just like bro i gotta listen to like angry hip-hop to get myself mad and make sure i feel like everyone's doubting me well give me the uh, names what names are you uh to? bro i love tribe called quest uh yeah. tribe called Quest is one of my favorite you know groups of all time uh a lot of uh i like you know smaller hip-hop well, not smaller but like most f is one of my favorites sure um, you know, I've been listening to him a lot, but just those kind of guys who are like kind of the East Coast hip hop vibes um, is is just some of my favorite like hip hop artists. I, I want to be that. I want to be that Star Wars, the only Star Wars competitor that actively listens to hip hop. Uh, <laughs> I think I, I could claim that title right now. I doubt anyone else besides me just Maybe. purely Maybe. listens to hip hop. <laughs> oh, I bet you, I bet you Molly listens to some killer Molly, gangster rap. Harper. Yeah, yeah. Thomas Harper's definitely like a West Coast, you know, gangster rap guy. Yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. He's like listening to, to Tone Loke and Ice-T, yeah. N.W.A. There that seems go. like right up his, right up his alley. I just felt like you were an old, old school hip hop guy. I felt like yes. you were old head. So I, I wanted to ask, <laughs> you know, who your go-tos were. So that's interesting. Go ahead, Frank. Um, You know, I, before, I mean, that's a fun topic, but I kind of want to get your your thoughts as well on on playing Sean Sullivan, you know, this past this or yesterday now, um, because he had a bit of a rough start, a rough game. But you you were playing excellent. What what is it like to play to play as well as you were playing, but then also having to see a guy across from you miss questions that you know that he knows that he you know, and and then having him to go through and and, and given the way Star Wars Division is, you know, how do you? I guess, you know, uh, deal with the fact that, like, if this is supposed to be my win now. Like, given the track record of the division, I'm supposed to win this match. How do you sit with that feeling and watching that guy over there kind of struggling and living with those two different, I guess, pressures? Yeah, it's it's completely different, right? Because I really do feel like what you said is spot on, where I 100% believe Sean when he says that, you know, he brain farted. And those brain farts actually lead to, like, easy misses which should be easy questions but actually are tough you know if you miss a few in a row you're going to be like oh crap i'm i'm overthinking these so when sean said that he overthought them and that he knew them i totally believe him because those are some questions that a lot of star wars fans know um so i i i i get it and it's one of those things where it's kind of like a game or like a basketball game or like any other game like a football game or something where it's like when you have a lead you start to be like all right all I have to do now is just don't make mistakes. So as long as I don't drop the ball, you know, get a turnover, make a mistake, I'll be okay. So that's kind of my mentality is like, just listen to the question and you should be okay now that you have a lead. And and I, I really like that mentality of, of, cause you know, obviously we know the Schmodown is, is now become the ultimate sport in a lot of ways, the ultimate mental sport. But you know, a guy like Sean Sullivan, um, his his maybe record doesn't reflect how good he is. We have a couple of those players in Star Wars who their records don't reflect their real level of knowledge. Adam Witt's another guy who I feel like we have to always mention. Yeah. Adam Witt still winless in his movie trivia showdown career, which is just an insane stat to think about because he's the guy who brought Harper all the way to that final question. So how do you not underestimate players? Because you because here's the thing: you want a tournament. You gotta, you gotta feel pretty good about that. You know what I mean? When you, when you know, when you win that tournament, you walk in with that championship level confidence. Like I can beat anyone, anywhere, anytime. But how do you not allow that to prohibit, uh, prohibit you from from 
gauging these players at really how great they are. Yeah, I'm going to make the most stereotypical athlete answer, but it's like one game at a time for me. It's like one sure. question at a time uh, where listen to the question, listen to the category, put myself in the movie and then just take it from there. Just one question at a time and just kind of focus on listening, because I feel like that's kind of the key inside the Star Wars division where everything is so specific now that any kind of misheard question is like, did he say when he was doing this versus he said when he was doing this can lead to like a complete miss, which eventually will lead to, again, like we said, one miss could mean the end of the match for you. So a lot of it is listening and kind of taking it one question at a time. But yeah, it's definitely different playing with lead. I've done both. I've been behind. I've played with lead. Uh, but when you're in a lead, you just want to relax and just kind of make no mistakes. Now, Ace, yeah, before, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ace, before you came back last season in a full-time capacity, you know, you played what, like once back in 2015, I think it was, real quick, and then uh, you played, you know, last year in Inner Geekdom. Um, that one match against Robert Parker wasn't didn't look a whole lot a lot of fun, but then you go on this incredible run in Star Wars, and you're with, but it's now factions, right? You're with Win with Winston. How does how does playing with a faction um, you know, make make a better player for you in terms of um, pre preparation and just being kind of, I think, m maybe more involved than you thought maybe previously because a lot a lot of, before last year, it was a lot of solo acts kind of just kind of floating around and maybe you were attached here and there to a couple other players if you're on a team or you had some kind of faction thing going on on the side. Uh, what's the, the thing that factions... Um, provide players in terms of support and preparation that um, would you find is invaluable? Yeah, you know what it is, man? It's not even like, well, it is partly like trivia questions, like having Shandrew and Paul text me trivia questions or going on a Zoom call and doing some random trivia on a movie every night or every other night. But beyond that, I think it's the investment, right? Where when I see a text from Shandrew being like, hey, in the Empire Strikes Back, who says this or who does this? I now feel more inclined to be like, crap, I should be studying right now. Because <laughs> this guy who, you know, by any other means should not be interested in, you know, how good I am at trivia is now so invested in me. Maybe I should start to be more invested. Same with Winston. If Winston is ta taking time out of his schedule to make time for me, Maybe I should be like, crap, you know what? I'm going to rewatch that movie again and I'm going to double down on my notes. I'm going to do something different um, because you feel that extra added pressure of a team kind of counting on you to actually score points. Yeah. And, and I'll, let me ask you this then. Draft night. What was going through your mind? I mean, you probably were like, wait, what? <laughs> It's, it's a lot of rookies, man. I was like, yeah. who are these? Who? Not only uh, that, but I think also like Winston going Laura Kelly first. Yeah. Did, yeah, you, yeah. did you find that as like a business decision because she had a number contender shot? Uh, or how, I mean, how did you, how did you take, how did you take that, um, that, that moment? I just didn't know what was happening. Uh, <laughs> I, I had no idea what was happening. Like everyone thinks like, you know, this is all pre-planned and everyone knows. No, I had, right. I was like, I'm, I'm going with Finstock. I'm going with, I didn't know where I was going. I had no clue. Uh, so, so a lot of it was just, you know, realizing where I'm going and 
you know, and realizing a lot too is like, I have, yeah, I have to think about it. Like who has, who's at the top right now. Right. right. And at that time it was Laura with the number one contender match with Molly. So right. I said, okay. And Andrew as well with the number one title shot. Um, so I said, okay, I'm going to go, it's going to go Andrew. It's going to go Molly. It's going to go Laura or vice versa. Those three first, I think what surprised me was like random other Harper, yeah. Harper and Marie and some other players who got taken before me where I was like, okay, <laughs> what's happening here? <laughs> I don't know who, I don't know who these people are. Uh, Cause I, I understood Laura, Molly and Andrew, but everyone right, else I was yeah, like, yeah. beats me. Because I think draft night, I mean, you and I, Brad, you know, Thomas Harper, mm-hmm. Kate goes Thomas Harper. And you're like, what is happening? That's her first pick. And the first one I was like fourth pick and you're just going, uh wow, people are really just going for these dragon con players. It seems like yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it it was an interesting night, but I'm I'm glad that you've now found yourself back in the swing of things. A victory, nevertheless. You see your record right there, five and one with one knockout. Um, that one is I know I know it bothers <laughs> you. Too. I know I know it bothers <laughs> you. I know I know it bothers you. That one knockout, nevertheless. Um, your ultimate goal obviously is to get that Star Wars championship. Um, wh- what do you see your path being? Because we know your faction mate, Laura Kelly, is going to have an opportunity. Um, we're sure that Alex Dame is going to always be in the conversation. So are you saying, I just got to beat everyone that's the athlete answer? One game yeah. at a time, beat everyone who's in front of me? <laughs> kind of, yeah. I-, I mean, for all the support of swag, my mentality is like, have Laura win the title. And then I guess have me take the title from Laura. <laughs> uh, I mean, if that's how it's got to be, that's how it's got to be. But I prefer that just because that'll be the most points for swag. So, yeah, absolutely. Awesome. And, he's, and he's a team player at that. Okay, but here's the thing. I'm putting you back on the spot. We're going back on the music spectrum. You're playing Laura Kelly, Star Wars Championship match, specific song. The song that you are going to play moments before you <laughs> enter battle is what? I mean, are we thinking like a dish track? Are we going Tupac hit him up? Biggie, who shot you? I mean, what are we going to go with here? Oh, man, that's tough. Uh, man, you know, Your back in the day, yeah. you, know, you, you guys remember back in the day, I, I mean, because you guys have been following the spell. I've been following yeah. for a little bit. I, as, as you said, Frank, I was in season two. But when we could like pick our song to like walk right. out yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what we did, uh, RB3 and I, shout out to my boy RB3, uh, who's also my co-host and my partner in my uh, podcast. Uh, we came out to like one of the songs from the Black Panther soundtrack. You guys remember the Black Panther soundtrack? That, of course. Was it All the Stars? Was it All the Stars? It wasn't All the Stars. It was, uh, uh, I forgot the name of the song, but I'll pick something out of the Black Panther soundtrack. How about that? There you go. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because all those songs go hard and we absolutely they loved do. it. And then we were hit with, <laughs> with like takedown notices. We can't do this anymore, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Black yeah. Panther owns this. We can't do it. All right. Yeah, yeah. that was the time. I think. Oh, I think Janine came out to All the Stars once. I think that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. But yeah, it was a great song. Yeah, but that, that album, that soundtrack is great. Oh yeah. Um, Obviously. Can't go wrong there. Obviously. Well, Ace, we we do appreciate you for joining us today, man. Congratulations got, on your victory. I got, I got oh, one more question though for I'm Ace sorry. though before we yeah. get because uh, I know you're a big uh, Suns fan. Yes. And I I'm mean, for huge. them, dude. I mean, oh, CP3, man, like, yeah. Are they going to pull it out against LeBron? Yes. All right. That's what I want to hear. Okay. I think they are. I I really think that they are. I'm a diehard Suns fan, and and I I believe they are. Yeah. 
the thing is, you know, me being a Rockets fan, I mean, I know CP3. Oh, you know CP3, yeah. CP3, <laughs> I mean, obviously, the, the, the when every time he goes down and he's injured, you get a little nervous every mm -hmm. time. But this Suns team, they have what I call the dog in them, right? I mean, they got this dog energy to where, hey, I do not care who you are. We are going to bring the game to you. You're we're, we're not going to let you win. You're going to have to beat us. You're going to have to beat us. And they're playing so efficiently. I don't see it. I don't see you beating them four times. I don't, I don't either, it. man. Campaign, Jay Crowder, DeAndre Ayton, Devin Booker. These guys are angry oh, dudes. Yeah. Angry the only thing dudes. you have to worry about is the Kardashian curse. That's the only thing you got to worry about. <laughs> we're gonna break it. We're gonna break it this year. If if we win the championship this year, which is a possibility, uh, we're gonna break it. Which is kind of the it's a, it's even bigger than the Suns winning a ring. It's the Kardashian curse. So like when, the, when, the, when the Red Sox finally won, right, breaking the yeah. curse of the Bambino, you got to do yeah. it. You got to do it for the squad, okay? Yes, I want to see CP3 win a ring, man. Oh, I got to see too. that guy be a champion. That would be phenomenal stuff. But, Ace, uh, we'll be rooting for the Suns, and we'll be rooting for you in your next match. Congratulations on this victory, sir. Always a pleasure. And let the people know where they can find your podcast. Yeah, you can find me uh, on Twitter at Squad Leader Ace, and my podcast is First Cut. Uh, on YouTube channel is called First Cut as well, so you can search us there and the meaning of podcasts on Spotify. So go find us there. Go find us. That is the squad leader himself, Andres Ace Cabrera. Ace, we appreciate Ace. you, man. See you guys. Have a good night. Right. Take care. Have a good night. All now, right. I could, see, I could see him having a killer playlist. He's got to share me his Spotify <laughs> playlist. Yeah, you know I mean, mean that's, that's that's actually a great question for most of these most of these uh, players. So, I mean, they well, gotta he get just had that vibe. From. He yeah, had that vibe. Yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? He had that vibe. Um, I remember one time um, uh, I got to interview RZA, right, from Wu-Tang Clan. Okay. And after that, RZA had a show. And you know, I had tickets to the show. I was front row for the for RZA. And he did all the cuts from 36 Chambers. And he was doing all the verses. And, you know, he did Bring the Ruckus. And then I remember he did Method Man, the song Method Man. And I was losing uh. my absolute mind. Right, and I was right there, front row, and I remember at one point he was like, "Who mother, who mother?" You know, I mean, he was right in my face. It was just a, what a great moment that was. It was when he was doing press for the man. What was it called? Man with the Iron Fist. Was that the name of that RZA? With uh, Dave, Dave Bautista, I think Lucy Liu, Russell Crowe. I don't remember. I think it's Man with the Iron Fist. Nevertheless, Ace, what a great guy. Yeah, what I a mean, great guy. Just one of the one of the best we have um, in the showdown for sure. Um, I got to come up with a better term than a peach. What a peach of an individual, but he is a peach. Yeah. Are you I okay? Mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. Um, Did she finally text back? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Ace, what a peach. <laughs> What's going on? What a, Ace, what a peach. Yeah, Ace, what a peach, you know? Um, hey, man, look. Let's preview what we have going on tomorrow. Tomorrow. I love yeah. you. Tomorrow. That, I mean, Schmodown Battlefield. Danger Zone versus Corruption. Holy hell. And Shazam versus <laughs> The Odd. We don't know who the couple is, but we know someone right. odd is here. And it's definitely, Snyder's definitely odd. That's for sure. Um, Oh, it was man with the iron fish. It was, it was uh, iron fish. Iron fists. Uh, okay. It was there a question go. last week. Okay, cool. Yeah.
Oh yeah. Okay. That's why it's not okay. Never mind. Uh, yeah, I have a I have an interview with RZA talking. It's like forty minutes. We're talking all about Man with the Iron Fist. You can go awesome. find that somewhere on my podcast feed. Um, tomorrow's a huge day. I mean, we're unfortunately we won't, we won't be able to go live after after the show. We just kind of have weird schedules. Um, fortunately, but this one like two huge matches. Obviously. Corruption, Danger Zone, winner of that will play for the title in their next match. But the history that Corruption has with specifically Dan Merle, and then if you saw on Twitter and the Facebook group, Bateman and Kalinowski kind of going at it. I mean, Bateman's kind of started on backstage thinking that or saying that he thinks Corruption is a bit of a overperforming team, one of the most over, overperforming teams of all time. And Kalinowski got wind of it and took exception to that, so they kind of went back and forth a little bit there. So, um, you know, it, it's it's going to be a huge, huge match, heated match, I think, between these two teams. And and Danger Zone's looking good. You know, they're looking good. They're playing smart. They're playing sound. They are. But Corruption, I think, you know, they've seen, you know, Odd Couple have this run, Shazam have a run. Rushmore was getting talked about for a little bit before they lost to Danger Zone, and Danger Zone's getting talked up now, and... I think they have a lot to prove. I'll tell you this, Brad. I think tell me. whoever comes out of that first round with a lead, and it kind of it's actually corruption can have the lead or a tie because whoever goes first and second round, I think you know they're gonna possibly feel like they have to play a little bit more uh, tight, which means maybe checking down the multiple choice in a in a situation they probably would not like to because whoever I think whoever goes second in that round. I think we'll have the benefit of knowing, obviously, what the other team just did, and knowing whether or not to take a to take a chance on going down to multiple choice or not. And I think that could be hugely beneficial in a three round match between these two teams. And I, I firmly think the match will ultimately be be decided within the second round. But obviously, we'll play three rounds and it'll all go down to the five. But when you look back at the match, it'll say you, you'll look at if. Corruption or Danger Zone didn't check down the multiple choice on this one question or on these two questions, and they and they went for it instead on, on instead of playing it safe, that could cost them the match. I think it's going to come down to that because these two teams are so good. And if Kalinowski, look. Look. If, if he goes out and has a perfect first round. What is he going to do? Danger Zone's in for a hell of a match because if Mike they're, is they're on – you know, and he's been and he's on more often than not. That's how you become two time champion, team champion. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Time out. What? We just got our great Scott. We just got our great Scott moment of the night. Did I get a great Scott? Whoa. What? Whoa. Great Scott. Did, did you just give Mike Kalinowski credit? Did you just give him props? What, what, what did I say? Wait, wait, did, did you I just say? give Mike Kalinowski props? You said he's know. been on a lot lately. I know. I think you I said, said no. 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 Don't take it back. Don't take it. No. 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 Don't no. Don't no, no. no, 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 take it back. Don't take it back. Don't take it back. No. No. I'm saying here's what I think I Wait said. I said he's on more often than not. That's how you become a team's champion. Yeah, I sound like you were giving him credit because last week I will say this. I said my heart wanted Mora, but what I what did I say? I said I think it's got to be Mike. You know, and, and and you didn't agree with me. It was no. okay. I ended up being right. It's fine. My head and my heart said Mara, and my and yeah. heart still say Mara. My heart still says Mara, <laughs> but but Mike, yeah. Mike's yeah. the one who got the job yeah. done. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I I am not 
as confident this time around. I do feel like danger zone, they're in a what we call rhythm. Yeah. And that's pretty hard to beat. That's, that's pretty that's hard to beat. That's the thing, because corruption's coming in and fairly And it's a new cold. relationship. We know how this goes. You know what I mean? Look, this is your new, this is your new ting, your new ting. I hey. just swipe right on each other. You've been sliding in DMs. You're still in this flirtatious vibe. You've gone on a couple dates. It's gone really well. Now you're going to the dinner at the fancy restaurant. You see the old married couple across from you at the booth. They look like they're they look like they're still in love, but you're like they're not having fun like we are. We still got the right? heat. You know, we, we got, got the, the heat. heat going on. <laughs> we got the heat. <laughs> yes, they got the heat. Just so, the honeymoon phase. Yeah, they're like, oh, we're hot and heavy. We're going. Exactly. So that's why I feel like um, Danger Zone is going to get the job done. I really yeah. do. That's what I really do. And and it's not. And here's the thing: if Corruption wins, it's like, oh yeah, duh. I mean, they're team former team's champions. Chance Ellison, one of the most accurate players of all time. Mike Kalinowski, multiple time champion in two different divisions. I mean, if Corruption beats Danger Zone, just l list off the names of teams that they've beaten. I mean, everybody. It, it's pretty incredible, you know. And but. But we gotta see if they can do it tomorrow. And okay. then, and then you have Odd Couple versus Shazam. Um, yeah, we don't know really. It's hard to preview that match. But the only thing that you can say is Shazam has to be favored. I mean, a hundred percent, they have. They to just be. have to be. I mean, that's just kind of how it boils down to because there's Jeff Snyder is definitely going in with a handicap. He mm -hmm. knows that, and yeah. because when you're playing with somebody for the first time in a title match. And perhaps this other player has never been in a title match, especially in the digital age where it's the speed round, the betting round. You know, how mm -hmm. do you strategize? You know, you know what's the chemistry like? How much are they able to prepare for this? You know, um, there's a lot that's that you're trying to cram into in which Jeff and Andrekov had years to build on. Years. You know, and so it, it's tough. They don't even have like um, – like, six months you know worth of experience it's going to be less way less than that obviously so it's it's a tough spot for jeff to be in but i love that jeff's like yo i just need i need a shot at this when he was on when when he had that scene with grace yeah. and roxy he's like i just need a shot at it and like that's the funny thing too because grace was like no we're just gonna strip you of the belt and we're gonna give it to and then she looked down the list and she's like oh it looks like it could be corruption i don't want it to go to corruption so there's a little bit of uh, biasness going on there, which is, you yeah. know, although I think this what the right thing is happening. I think a lot of people have been talking about just get just have them have corruption Shazam play for the belts. If Jeff can play with somebody else and, and because at that point, he's not going to really enter the match as champion. Right. You wouldn't that wouldn't necessarily be correct. Right. Well, so he's still playing for the title. Right. Yeah, I guess so if. He sure. won again. Would that make him three time? I don't think so because he's not being stripped. Yeah. So he's like, so really, okay. whoever he picks is playing for the title, the other half yeah. of the title. He's still the champion. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I guess. Yeah. That's. I think. That's, but yeah. but that, that's going down tomorrow. Make sure you go to the Patreon ten dollar tier. You get access to all three of those pay per views every single month. You can also buy individual tickets as well. Um, Frank, question for you that I asked Ace: What's the song you're coming out to if you want to strike fear? In the hearts of your opponent, what's the record you're going to? If I want to strike fear? Yeah, if you really oh, want to get man. in their head. Oh, shoot. Um, oh, man. Maybe. Maybe Hail Mary. 
Oh, Hail Mary is a good one. Yeah. Tupac Hail Mary from yeah, Machiavelli. Tupac, yeah, yeah. Seven Day Three. I. You want to know what mine is? What's up? I found a a, a karaoke version, so oh. I don't feel like this would be. I don't think it'd be inappropriate for me to play it. Okay, well, make it like less than eight seconds. Can you hear this? No, I can't. Well, I can't hear it either, so it hasn't happened yet. This is the song. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it. Cut it, cut it. I, know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to keep talking over it because I don't want to get a little strikey strike. Oh, we, then, we won't get a strike. Yeah, we might because, I mean, Why? it happens on SEN Live. I see it, like, all the time. It gets, you know, they, they get, get struck. They get striked? Yeah, well, sometimes when they do, like, this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On yeah. Shoop? I get, you think I, I mean, get striked on Shoop? I th hell yeah, dude. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? It's Here so go. recognizable. Here I go it's again. going too Girls, long. what's my weakness? Men. Okay, then. Yeah. Chilling. Chilling. Oh, my goodness. My, my business. Your salt, I looked We're... around, and I couldn't believe but this. But it is I swear. I swear. I'm hit and witness. This brother had it going on with something kind of. Uh. Yeah. I, I, look, man. Get, look. Yeah. This brother had it going on with something kind of. Uh. Wicked, wicked. I had to kick it. <laughs> I'm not I love, shy, I love so when I, you just speak rap I lyric. I got to. I'm not yeah. shy, so I asked for the digits. A ho no, that don't. What did she say? A ho no, that don't make should me. I, should I start the outro music? Is that, is that Felt it in my hips, so I dipped back to my bag of tricks. Okay. By the way, you can find me on all social media at Brad Gilmore. I want to shoot for a bit. <laughs> His name is Frank Janice. You can find him at FrankieJ29. Frank, I don't know how you do the voodoo that you do so well. It's a spell hell. Made me want to shoop, shoop, shoop. This is Schmodown Rundown number 245. We'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. Next week.